This podcast is sponsored by slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, naturalbossnh.com, and New Hampshire Vape Gallery. More on that later. Let's get into episode 39 of Talking with Topher. Guess what? It is my New Year's episode, and I want to start this one by saying thank you to everybody out there for subscribing, watching, commenting. Um, I appreciate it very much. Um, I, I need more people to send me emails, so if you or someone you know has a story that should or needs to be heard, send it to T-A-L-K-I-N. With Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. I'm looking for all the stories negative, positive. Uh, maybe you started something new. Maybe you're going to start something new. Let's talk about it. I'll read it on the podcast. We can do it anonymously, or you can get the shout out. Um, be more than happy to do that. And I'm looking forward to giving my two cents on whatever is going on with you out there um you can also follow me on snapchat tiktok twitter instagram and facebook so go to those social media websites give the follow and i'll be on there every day so it makes it a lot of fun get a little bit more interactive um and you can also ask me questions uh through direct message if this is your first time watching or listening to the podcast hit that subscribe button Leave your comments, hit those like buttons if you enjoy the video, and let's keep this thing growing. If you enjoy it, then I know somebody that you know will enjoy it as well. So let's pass this thing around like our parents used to make us pass around chicken pox. Let's do it. Spread this thing like a virus. And now it is Monday morning, right? Well, it's Monday afternoon. Um, it is Monday, uh, December 28th. Yeah, 28th, 1 p.m., a little gray out there. Supposedly, we're going to get some precipitation, um, and I'm ready for it. I mean, the snow melted. We had a nice 60-degree day on Christmas, so that was awesome. You know, it was just an enjoyable day, a sweatshirt weather for crying out loud, and then, uh, of course, it went right back into winter the next day. Uh, But that's not a big deal. That's fine. Um, uh, but now all the snow's gone. So if it snows again, no worries about where to put it. There's plenty of room. So I'm ready for it. Um, it looks like we're going to have a nice warm New Year's Eve too, which is going to be enjoyable, I think. Um, you know, it's it, normally New Year's Eve and stuff like that are really, really cold. Um, and it looks like it's going to be pretty good this year. I just really enjoy the weather. I like the fact that the weather changed so dramatically uh, from day to day, sometimes hour to hour, you know. I think if you've lived in New England long enough, um, most of the time the saying is, uh, if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes, it'll change. Um, But yeah, it's great, it's cloudy, and uh, we're here, I'm here, we're podcasting, right? I love doing this every week, I really, really do. You guys keep me all coming back, it's so much fun. Um, lots of new stuff coming for the new year. Uh, obviously, uh, Christmas came and went 
And uh, I hope you all enjoyed the uh, Christmas podcast. I had a lot of fun doing that. And this is now the New Year's podcast. So this one uh, will be dropping Wednesday. So when you see this, it'll be kind of redundant that I'm saying it. But um, I'm excited. You know, got some new stuff coming from the studio. I'm trying to come up with some stuff to hang up on the walls and make it look a little bit more lived in and not so blank slated. Um, But it's just starting new things you know i'm always starting something new i'm starting to learn more about uh these cameras that you put the sd card into um and uh yeah you have to like cut and splice your video and your sound together um and match them up a little bit more involved on that than i'm ready to get into just yet um, but I'm kind of dipping my toe in it. I got a new, uh, camera coming and yeah, it's still USB powered. So it's still going to be a web cam. Um, but it's going to be a better quality and it's got some features on it that I don't have with a regular webcam. Um, and, uh, I think it's going to be a good learning curve. Uh, for me, for one, setting up cameras and figuring out where to put them, and two, um, you know, I can really manipulate uh, what this one records. So I, I can rec- I can manipulate the video that I'm recording right now as well. Um, but it seems like this one has uh, a little bit more to do, um, but not a completely separate entity. Um, like the cameras that everybody else uses on their podcasts. Uh, most of the professional-looking podcasts are professional for a reason. Their cameras are not USB'd, so they're not a webcam. They're an actual camera. And then these guys are recording everything through that camera, and then they're excuse me, cutting and splicing the audio in. Um, but I don't know really how to do that. So I am doing a lot of reading, um, looking at a lot of different cameras right now. The cameras that I know I should be purchasing, I can't and I won't. Um, but there are cameras that are similar to those, um, on a more affordable end. And that will allow me to really get into that side of the video editing Um, It'll also allow me to um, get myself prepared for a better, better, more expensive camera. Um, But I'm excited about it. You know, it's just going to change the look of everything again, uh, upgrade it and uh, just make this better. And that's what I want to keep doing. I want to keep making it better. I'm hoping that my flow is going pretty smooth and I'm not all over the place too much as I was in the beginning of this. I try to move forward and not side to side anymore. Um, but yeah, that's 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 what I'm doing to start new things for the new year. Like I said, I don't do New Year's resolutions. Um, I'm, I'm already getting my kettlebell uh, workout set up. Um, I haven't quite picked my time slot, um, but I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do for a workout. Um, I've already got the weights set up. Uh, well, I got the weights purchased. I've got the floor mat. I've got all that stuff put together. And now I just need to get some basic workouts 
make sure that I'm doing them properly. I got a giant mirror so I can check my form because I'm really worried about hurting myself. Um, Because I like to get into things, but then sometimes I don't like to read the instructions. So I, I, I have a potential of hurting myself if I don't do this absolutely correctly. And I don't want to hurt myself because then it puts me out of work and it causes this landslide of crap that you just don't want to have happen. But with all this stuff in place, the cup, the, the workouts that I'm going to do, uh, and I'm going to slowly get into it, you know, just working my basics. And then I'll work myself up to the uh, harder stuff a little bit later on once I get past uh, 10 pounds. Because um, I don't lift weights ever. I don't uh, do that type of stuff. So I'm going to start out with 10 pounders. And then I got some 15s I'm going to work myself up to. And then from there, I'll eventually probably get some like 20s or 25s. Uh, depending on which one's available. And then I got uh, 35s that I purchased um, at the beginning of the pandemic. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get in the kettlebells. And I bought two 35-pound kettlebells. I could barely lift the things. So that was stupid. Um, and th that's my fault. Me, I was like, oh, yeah, I can lift kettlebells. No big deal. Uh, yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. You swing that in the wrong direction, you're going to hurt yourself. So... I didn't read the instructions and of like basic kettlebells or just lifting weights in general um, is what I'm getting at. And you should start off small. You should start off basic and you should make sure your form is 100% before you start getting into huge weights and slinging things around and doing certain things. So my initial attempt to get my initial attempt to get into this, I uh, kind of failed uh, because I went to the big weights first. I was trying to do uh, uh, the, the more intense workout because what do I need basic for? And um, I, I scared myself away from it because I was going to hurt myself with that amount of weight. And by not knowing any of the basic movements and how to position my body, I was definitely on a road to hurting myself. So because I almost hurt myself, I scared myself, I stopped. So now I'm going to start it again. This time, we're going to do it the way I do everything else. Teeny tiny baby steps. So little weight, proper form, and then we'll take it from there. So that's what I'm doing for uh, to add into my workout and add into my health care. Um, or the care of my health, however you say it. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do some kettlebells. And then for the podcast, we got new cameras. We got all kinds of stuff coming. So I am excited. It was a nice, quiet, enjoyable Christmas. Um, there was one less house to go to, which may or may not be a bad thing. But uh, on the upside of that, even though we couldn't see them because of COVID, because they all got it, they're all doing well. No complications yet that we've heard of um it has been over a week now and so i am going to have to um assume at this moment in time because the last update i got was about two days ago that everybody was doing fine that everybody's just doing fine they're just doing fine they just got a little sick nothing to worry about and uh they're all gonna move on from this and now i'm a little jealous because they got it they don't have to worry about it now you know, they, they might have to worry about the new strain, but that's the same thing with the flu. 
if you if you if you get the flu and then you beat the flu, well you're not you're not gonna contract that flu again. You'll get the mutated one instead. Which is why when you get a flu shot, it's based off of the year prior's flu. And it doesn't always work for the new flu because it mutates every year. So that's what these things do. So it's not really surprising that there's a mutated strand of this COVID because doesn't everybody say it's a similar uh, flu type of uh, virus? So of course it's going to mutate. Things are going to change, right? That's how these things survive. That's how we survive. We change and we adapt. So that's what the viruses are going to do. So this is a wild, crazy ride. And that really brings me into, you know, I, I don't really want to recap 220. We're all pretty sick of 220, right? We're done with it. So I think it's just I'm, I'm looking forward to 2021. I definitely think it's going to be a little bit easier of a year than this year was. And that's only because of the knowledge that we have of this virus now. So as time goes on, the more we learn about this and the more we understand, each year is going to get a little bit easier uh, from here on out because we'll have been living with this thing for over a year. We will have scientists working on it for over a year. So all of these things happening really makes the next year a little bit easier. Um, but when is it all going to end? Who the hell knows? Ugh. This water, these guys are not a sponsor, but I had to go and get myself this. If you haven't seen these yet, that's liquid death. I am murdering my thirst right now, and it is fucking delicious. I love it. Who knew drinking out of a can would be so awesome? Most of the time, I drink my water out of a bottle, not a can. You can get it right at uh, Whole Foods if you want. You can order it off of Amazon if you want to. I went to Whole Foods yesterday because uh, I like to get my... Uh, they sell Onnit stuff, too. I don't know. I didn't know that. I knew. I found out like probably about three, four years ago that Whole Foods was carrying Onnit products. And I always get the MCT oil, stuff like that. And then... Many, many podcasts later, a lot of people are drinking this liquid death stuff. And I was like, I need some of that. And then I found out it's a Whole Foods product. Well, it's and and they oh, no, it's not a Whole Foods product. What am I talking about? It's a product that's carried at Whole Foods. And we have one of those in Bedford, New Hampshire. So I ran over there, got my MCT oil, ran to the water aisle and I grabbed a case of this. And I have got probably about four or five left. From yesterday morning so I am like literally killing these things and it's so good it's so good I find today to I, f I found this year to be a real challenge in trying to I don't know if it was a challenge. This year has just been rough, right? It's just been a rough year. Um, I had a lot of time to obviously work on myself. And um, trying to find a place of confidence. 
Um, you know, I talk about it a lot, feeling comfortable in your own skin, stuff like that. Uh, it, it's very important, and I, I used all this time that they kept telling us to stay home and don't go out and do all this and blah, 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 blah. I would, um, I worked on myself and I feel like a lot of my confidence that I got and why I feel the way I do is because of jujitsu. Um, and I, I mean, I love, love, love the jujitsu game, period. But the actual training, the going in, um, the discipline of the mats, um, the respect for the teachers and everybody up, uh, uh, on a higher level than you, um, just all that structure really helped me. When I, when I started jiu-jitsu, I was still drinking. So... I went into it because friend I wanted to, and I had a friend that talked me into finally set, starting it up. And I was still drinking at that time. I was I was paying attention, but I wasn't paying attention. You know, I was more like, "Oh, this is just a workout, and it's fun." And then, as time progressed, obviously I quit drinking. And then everything started to change, right? Things started clearing. Uh, memory started getting a little bit better. Um, my focus was changing. Uh, all kinds of shit like that was changing for me. And then I would st not in then. Um, and when I would when I stopped drinking. Right, and I would go to class. I was still getting high, right? So I'd smoke before class. I'd smoke after class, and it it was about mm, three years ago now that I completely stopped uh, smoking before class. Um, obviously, I'm not drinking. It's been over four years now, but. This really changed everything for me. Like, I started learning more. I was paying attention more. I was progressing faster. And I was like, oh, wow. I don't understand why. Um, I was like, oh, wow. I, I get it. I saw things that I didn't see before. And it was kind of blowing my mind. I was like, oh, and I started progressing faster. And I was like, wait a minute. You know, this is this is great. And I don't really know where I'm going here. Um, and I, I saw these doors opening, right? I saw my game getting better. I, I, I found, you know, uh, instead of being a lost deer in headlights, um, if you do jujitsu or anything that, uh, where you have to use your muscle memory when you're, um, in the moment, um, I find that sometimes you'll be going somewhere like into a move and then all of a sudden 
deer in headlights. You have no idea what's going on. And not smoking before class made that easier to extinguish. Um, so I've turned it into a thing where now my discipline is no smoking before uh, class because I like the fact that I'm absorbing so much. And then <clears throat> when me and Tyler started going to class every Monday, now I have somebody that I can talk to about it. <clears throat> and we can bounce what we did in class. If we, if we work together, obviously we just talk about what we did. But if we work separately, the conversation gets deeper because now he's getting a different feel from someone else and I'm getting a different feel from someone else and we're not paying attention to each other's games and then we get to talk about it. So it's one of those things that I have implemented in, in doing jujitsu and sticking with my martial arts that I needed that structure. I needed that. I needed that discipline in order for me to get better at what I'm doing. And it's just been it's just been awesome. Like I, I don't see pot as a problem. I don't see it as a negative thing. But some I was probably on Rogan. But someone said if you don't know all the pieces to the puzzle then you shouldn't be going to class high. And you shouldn't go to class high until you're at a certain point where you know and understand the moves to the extent of just knowing, like not just knowing them, but like you physically can do them. You might not be able to pull them off or finish them or maybe there's a small fraction of a piece that you missed on the move. Um, that'll come together with like constant drilling. Um, but where I was a, a white belt and I'm getting high before class, I didn't even know what an arm bar was. I didn't understand how to do it. I mean, I, 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 I have... Uh, now, I can't say that I have dyslexia. I'd like to take a test because I believe I have it. Um, but I would I started noticing when I wasn't smoking pot that like when I would go to do a move, I would do it the correct way. And if I was high, I would do it backwards. And so seeing all that happening, that is what uh, helped me put this discipline into my life um, and by doing that it has given me great confidence in my game and my everyday life but I had to figure these things out I was like man and, and it took hearing it from a podcast or someone else to have it click um, you know I just thought I was going there and wasn't progressing fast enough and um, you know, it was more my fault and it was my fault. It was because I was getting high though. You know, I was, I was, I was hung over and drunk in the beginning and then, um, I'm just getting high every day. And now, like I said, it's been about three years that I haven't done that before class and I have progressed 
so much faster. And I've been doing it for six years. So it's like, it's, it's one of those things. Again, it's just like when I quit drinking at age 37. It took 37 years. No, I apologize. It took 27 years to figure out alcohol was no good for me. It took three years to figure out that alcohol and marijuana were um, retarding me from learning jujitsu. Now I've got so much confidence in, in everything that I do. I don't have too much confidence. Like, I know this isn't um, a giant podcast. I'm not sitting here being like, oh, this is, I do everything great. No, no, no. I'm definitely learning, super learning curve on everything. But I feel confident in what I do know. I feel confident in what I'm doing. And I know that I have all of this uh, to blame on discipline, um, great teachers, getting off of alcohol, uh, slowing down on the pot smoke and focusing more on uh, learning instead of just getting high. So all, all of this stuff has brought me to a point where I am very confident and comfortable in my skin. So it's just one of, it's just another thing that I have done in my life that has changed everything for me. It's made jujitsu easier. It's made learning easier. And I mean, I probably knew that already. You know, if you got to go get something done and I am one of those people that smokes and does stuff. I am not one of those people that smokes, sit around, and just watch TV. Does that happen from time to time? Of course it does. But I'm planning for that. If I've got major things to do, I'm not getting super high anymore before I do them. I'm going and getting that crap done, and then I'm getting high. So I've literally, I, I used this tool to get further and better at jujitsu. And as time has gone on, I've implemented it in my everyday life too. So there's like so many things that we all do every day. Um, but sometimes you'll get it done a little bit faster if you're not smoking first or drinking. Um, you know, so this is just one of those things. I love sharing this with all of you out there. I, I, I can't stress this enough that this is good Good stuff to do. It's it's if you feel like you're not getting as far as you should be, take a look at what you're doing. There could be something getting in your way that you don't think is in the way. I didn't think pot was in the way. Like I said, I don't think pot's a problem. I love it. I do it all the time. It's great for medical reasons. It's great for almost any reason. But it was holding me back. And so now I'm like, okay, if I got something that I really need to do, I really need to focus on it, I'll hold off for a little bit and then I come back to it. Um, let's see. But, you know, I, I always feel um, like, like a child at heart. You know, I feel like a little kid. 
Um, and it's just, I don't know, you know, like, uh, I, I got this for Christmas, right? Rick and Morty shirt. It's fucking awesome. I love Rick and Morty. I watched so many cartoons today, you know, Simpsons, Family Guy. I still, still love my cartoons. So I always try to, I don't try to, I, I am, I'm like, uh. Like I said, it's it's weird being 41, and I feel like the like my mentality is still like a 20 year old, um, and and I think that's because of all the stuff I've done, right? So I have spent so many years in a fog, and uh, screwing shit up, not knowing what I was doing. Um, obviously I found out that pot and alcohol were not allowing me to learn or do things that I wanted to correctly. So without those things interrupting me now, I'm like, Oh, that was the problem. And I think, I think this way because now I feel much better. I feel clearer. I feel like I can think more. Um, and it's allowed me to open myself out up and do more and more things. Um, you know, like, like this podcast and just speaking in general and looking into this camera and talking. This is not, it was not easy for me. But I also feel like I'm learning everything almost all over again. So certain things that I've always done, you know, um, I'll do them now and I'm like, oh, wow, this makes so much more sense now. Or like I couldn't believe I was doing things this way when it's so much easier to do it this way. So it, it was interrupting so much more and I think it kind of held me back a little bit mentally so like my brain's like oh yeah you're 41 but i still think like a 24 year old sometimes and it's like now i'm trying to think like a 41 year old and there's still childish thoughts in there of course and i'm just like man I really am just a child at heart like to have a lot of fun like to uh, like you know just do stupid shit you know I, I mean but it's i like i like this I like feeling this way, um, very happy um, with everything going on. You know, things are tough, times are hard, but I'm just trying to make the best of it all. I'm doing the best that I can with what, what one, what I have, and two, what they'll allow me to do, right? I mean, we live in New Hampshire around here. It's not that bad. You know, pretty much everywhere you go, wear a mask pretty simple um outdoor dining you know I, I know the diners and stuff like that are going through a really really tough time i do not know what that's like um but i do know they're going through a tough time there's a lot of people in the food industry that come through the vape shop and i get to hear a lot of horror stories and a lot of sad stories um but you know hopefully people can make it through this and they'll do more for us than just uh, what they're 
doing right now. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. And if you are looking for some tattoo-inspired, printed anything, this is the website to go to. They've got everything. they got hats for mechanics, dirt biking, whatever you want to use these gloves for. These things are awesome. I got to see them firsthand this Christmas. They are amazing. I love them. Love the way they fit. Love the way they feel. Uh, their trucker hats are awesome. They got some wonderful skateboards, too, to choose from. They've got all kinds of brand new uh, 2020 printed shirts. I know we're coming into 2021, so get ready for that inventory to change, I'm sure. Uh, they got women's leggings. These things are hot. You know, nicely printed from the ankle to the top of the hip. Uh, you need a winter hat. I mean, it's getting cold. Winter's here, so cover up your head, right? Uh, get those winter hats. They've got uh, girl tees. They've got kid tees. And I've been wearing their uh, T-shirts for a long time now. I think I've had a couple of them for over five years. And I wash these things all the time. So they've gone through the test, and they have proven to pass that test. So, again, this is slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. If you're not sure how to spell it, it's right here at the bottom of the screen. Naturalbossnh.com. That's N A T U R A L B O S S N H.com. You need to go to this website, get yourself some wonderful hand sanitizer. It looks like we're going to need it a lot longer than we anticipated. And these guys have the best hand sanitizer I have ever used. I've been using it since the beginning of this pandemic. And I'm going to use it all the way through the end of it, whenever that happens to be. Um, they also have an awesome salve that's great for dry skin. It's just, it, it's, it's amazing and it smells great. Um, a few other products that they have, they have beard oil, lip balm, and a foot and body soak. Who doesn't need that? We all need to relax right now. And what better way to do it than soaking in a tub or maybe just soaking your feet um, while you're watching your Netflix show, right? So again, you can get all of this stuff only at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We are open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m., you can give us a call, 603-814-4171, and you can come in our store, provided you wear a mask. Uh, this vape shop has everything, and when I mean everything, I mean everything for your vaping needs. That's right, disposables, tanks, coils, mods, pod mods, juices. You need flavored juices? You live in Massachusetts and have none? Well, we've got a, a lot of them. That's right, i got over 150 different free-based Juices in stock along with over 80 different flavors in salt mix. So come on in. Check us out. If you have never vaped before, then definitely come on in. We will be more than happy to educate you and get you off of those cigarettes. I'm very excited to help people off of cigarettes. It's one of my favorite things to do. And when you come into New Hampshire Vape Gallery, you can always depend on us to help you out and point you in the right direction. So again, this is New Hampshire Vape Gallery located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire. 
down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, you can give us a call, 603-814-4171. We're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m., and you can come in our store, provided you wear a mask. I look forward to seeing you there. Now let's get back to the show. One thing that really makes me feel like a kid is, and not even a child, just just like brings me back to like my uh, young adult years, and that's editing this podcast. See, when I was a young adult, um, I was trying to become an artist. I wanted to be an artist. I took those. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but they would come. They would come in the mail, and it was this like art thing, and you had to draw the little bear. There was a little house or something you'd have to draw, and then you fold it all up and you'd mail it out to this art institute. And then the art institute got back to me, and I was so excited. Um, they actually came to my house. They talked to my mom and my dad, and they wanted me to enroll into this art institute. And I don't remember the name of it, but I was excited, and I was also probably well we were living in Derry so I had to be 11 12 maybe 13 when this was going on so you're talking 93 between 91 and 93 um and my parents had to turn them down because it was way too much money to send me to this you know uh I don't know if it was like a private school or what but so they had to turn that down and I kind of started losing a love for art, but I kept going at it. I kept drawing cartoons. I was better at mimicking than I was coming up with my own original stuff. I tried coming up with original stuff. It looked like I copied somebody, you know, mix of the Simpsons, mix of Looney Tunes. You know, it was just all mix mash. So I, I think deep down inside, I don't really have a lot of creativity. I like to mimic. A lot and I've and that's I, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing um, it depends on if you're you know if you're mimicking forever or if you just mimic until you find your own I think that's the best way to do it like use other people's ideas don't steal them um, but always have the mindset of turning this into yours um, while doing that, I mean, everybody, everybody's going to copy from somebody, right? There's a million podcasts out there. I watch at least 30 or 40 of them a week and <clears throat> I got a little bit of piece of everybody in here. So, and, and that's fine, but eventually one day I'm going to find my own and that's what this will turn into. And when I find that it's going to be great. But the re the point of this story is I started finding my creativity and my artistic uh, side of my brain turning on again from editing this. And it was, I really noticed it over the last couple weeks where I was like really in tune with editing the podcast, making sure that the changeovers and the flips. And I really, I, I kind of fumbled last week, but the week before, I mean, my drop-ins were tight. Everything was going pretty well. And I noticed that my brain f was working like it used to when I was drawing. And I just thought it was so cool because when I left high school, I basically had given up on art. The art teacher told me that I should 
do something else, you know, just one of those teachers that doesn't push you in the right direction. They push you in the direction that they that they just see fit because, you know, they'd rather have uh, better uh, – they'd rather have the better people uh, graduating from the class than, you know, the people like me. Um, and that's fine. I don't, I, I don't care that he did that. I mean, the whole school did that. It's not like it was a surprise when one teacher does it, but you know, and, and it's just sad to say it out loud because that teacher is the one that ruined art for me. It, it destroyed it. I wanted nothing to do with art when I was done. I just wanted to get out and I was supposed to be majoring in art. So I put all my time and effort of high school into art. And then shit canned art. So I basically didn't have anything when I left high school. I was just a graduate. There was no like, what did you graduate in? What did you major in? It was art. People just look at you like, what did you waste your time for? So I just found it to be really, really cool that during all of this uh, new stuff that I've been getting involved in, I'm getting a lot of old feelings back and a lot of feelings that I missed. Like I really missed the feeling I would get when I would be creative and I was drawing. And it was just nice to find that through editing this podcast. So, you know, that's it's just something I'm trying to make the best of all of this situation and I'm just trying to you know get through this like everybody else and this has been helping me uh the most you know this podcast and jujitsu and um you know uh that's it those are the two major things that I have in my life that are very 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 consistent besides uh my wife and stuff like that yeah sorry about that I had to fix my window there uh the sun decided to come out so it's no longer a cloudy day uh but yeah it was uh right in my face and i didn't like it so all right i had to close the blind um but yeah so i was really excited about the creativity that i was feeling and getting back and i really missed that uh feeling i mean it was something i used to get all the time when i was drawing you just fall into the art and it was just a great feeling. Um, I, I don't know if that's because you're using the opposite side of your brain when you're drawing. So it re, uh, releases different endorphins. I don't know much about that. But I do know that it is a physical feeling that I get uh, when I start editing. And it is awesome to feel that again. I was talking to my mom about it on Christmas. And uh, I was just... It, it was something that, like I said, I haven't felt in years. And I, I just, you know, as time goes on, the further I get, get away from alcohol, the more stuff that I start doing, the more that I backtrack and maybe try something that uh, I tried before but it didn't work or I didn't allow it to work. Maybe if I try it now, um, it'll be different. Um, because I'm different, you know, if I was still drinking and still smoking, I would say, no, it's just going to be the same result, same thing. But ever since I quit drinking, everything has been different. A hundred percent different. And 
almost 90% of it is positive, not negative. And so because of that, there's a bunch of stuff that I used to do that I'm going to try to get back into, you know. Um, I don't know what all those things are, but I might pick up a pay, uh, pencil and paper and maybe try to draw some stuff, maybe uh, come up with my own logo. I don't know. I'm going to try a few things. I got to I gotta explore this um, this feeling I got, and I need to look more into it. But that's what's been going on with me. I mean, it was a quiet Christmas. Um, you know, I'm glad it's done with. I'll be honest with you. There is literally no Christmas left in my house now. I have already put it all away, boxed it all up, and I am done. I, that was yesterday. That was gone. I was like, you know what? I don't want to bring any of 220 into 221. That's how I'm feeling about this. So I made sure that before 221 uh, is here, 220 Christmas is gone. So took care of that got all that stuff put away and now i am ready for the new year we'll see what happens i'm not gonna say good or bad things i just think it's gonna be uh gonna be an interesting ride the one thing i did learn from this year is we have absolutely no control over anything um and very little control over now nah, we have no control over anything i don't know what i'm talking about Yeah, somebody at the end of my, my driveway, um, I have those, uh, the little stakes, you know, you put down the, the driveway there, you stick them in the lawn. Mine are the skinny uh, orange ones, and I didn't realize, those bitches are fiberglass. So, somebody ran over it, because I share a driveway, I've talked about that, um, and the neighbors downstairs are now gone. They broke their lease early and are moving back to Florida. They couldn't even uh, stand the two snowstorms we got. <laughs> so I found that to be hilarious. So they're going back to Florida. They're out of here, which is great because they didn't know how to park. And, I mean, it was really fun to watch them bash into the fucking rock wall. It really was. It was entertaining. Um, but... They left, uh, they broke that, and I just grabbed it after the, like, I threw it on the lawn, went to work, came home, we had a nice warm day, and I just grabbed it, and I pushed it into the ground as I was leaving uh, my house, and I pushed it into the ground with my bare hands, and then I left, and I'm sitting there driving, and I go like this with the steering wheel, and you know how, like, you just let go of the steering wheel, and it's going to go back? You know, just making a slight turn. Yeah, that went back, and all of a sudden, it started dragging on all the fibers stuck in my palms. And I still got some right now. I've been getting most of them out by soaking my hands. Um, but a couple of them are in there pretty deep. But yeah, um, they're made of fiberglass. And when that outside coating is gone, especially when someone drives over it, that stuff gets all in your hands. So... All I'm saying is, is I did not know this. I thought those things were fucking plastic. I didn't realize they were fiberglass. Um, so, yeah, don't stick them in the ground with your bare hands. That's what I found out. I got to wear gloves. So, I don't know. That was just, like, off the cuff right there. That, I, I just got, it just snagged me. So, it bothers me. It hurts. And you can't see them. All you can see is these little dots in your hand turning red. And, but you can feel the fiber. 
But anyways, yeah, so don't do that. Uh, use the wooden stakes. I'd rather have a splinter in my hand right now than this shit. All right, so since I have backtracked, tripped over my own words, done all the things I've been doing all year long, I am just getting ready for this new year. Uh, I hope everybody out there is going to have a happy New Year's. Um, and just remember, if you're starting something new, um, sticking with it. I, I feel like everybody gets lost after the excitement of starting something new falls off, right? So I started this podcast. It was super exciting in the beginning. Now, I still find it exciting, right? I'm not having as many uh, subscribers subscribe every week. Uh, things are not moving as quickly as I would like them. Um, I feel the same happens with our workouts. So like if you start running and then you're running every single day like I do, sometimes you have like moments where you don't want to run. There's weeks where I don't really want to do the podcast or maybe something happened that week and I just don't feel like the enthusiasm will be behind there. But the thing I like about doing the podcast is that you can see that emotion and I can talk about what's wrong during the podcast. So that is something that I have looked at as no matter how I'm feeling, I'm going to go into this and I'm going to do it every week. Um, but running every now and then I get tired and I don't want to run. And then I push myself to run and I feel better when I have done it. And this is going to happen to all of you out there as well. You start something new. I find that starting something new is easy. It can be difficult because we make up excuses why we can't start. But New Year's resolutions happen everybody starts you get super excited about it you're all in and that is a great thing i'm not knocking it but you have to maintain all right put it in a time slot that no matter what happens you can always make that time slot um don't make it unreachable Make the start point a reachable goal. Once you've reached that goal over and over and over again, and it gets boring, change the goal. Up it a little bit. That's going to bring in some more excitement. So this is this is what I do, right? I don't... Just do the same thing all the time. Like right now on the treadmill, I have been getting 11 minutes and 35 seconds. If I go straight out on eight, I could get almost 12 minutes. Today, I did most, I did uh, half a mile on 10, and I did the rest of the mile on nine and eight. And I got done in 10 minutes and 32 seconds. So now what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to up another quarter of a mile. But I'm going to do it kind of slow. I'll do half of a quarter of a mile. 
and then I'll do a quarter of a mile. And then when I reach that goal, I'm going to do the exact same thing until I'm basically doing the entire mile and a half on 10. And then I should be done in under, I think, nine minutes. Now, that sounds to me like an impossible goal to reach right now. Because it is. I'm not capable of doing it. I have to work up to that. You can't just do that. I'll end up hurting something. I'll end up pulling a leg. I don't know. There's parts of you that'll fall apart. Who knows? But I know that that's too extreme to do overnight. So I'm, I'm making small goals within my giant goal to make it more exciting and to keep me going back to it every single day. Um, and that's basically it. Starting something is great, but maintaining it and to continuously keep doing it is even better. And it's going to be better for you uh, mentally, physically, all that stuff, depending on what you're getting into. I believe most of the stuff that we're getting into today is really to help our mental. Even exercise helps with mental as much as it does physical. Um, podcasting for me has been great for my mental health. Um, I tell you, uh, every week I feel so much better when I get off the mic and this is done and I'm just like, wow, I feel good. I feel really, really good. And I'm hoping that these things help you with your new year's resolution, or maybe you're just starting something right off the bat and not joining the crowd. I don't blame you. Like I've said over and over and over again, don't wait for a specific time to start doing something. The time is now. The day was yesterday. Go get it. If it's what you want to do, do it. Right? Get it done. But keep in mind, if you want to continue it, My lips are uh, my lips are a little dry right now. I apologize and bite my lip. Um, but yeah, so maintaining that goal, maintaining that new thing, I believe, is harder than starting it. So just keep that in mind when you start something new. You want to set that goal so that it's something that you can continuously do, and you don't lose that enthusiasm or that fire keep it maintained you will lose a day i lose days i lost a day yesterday why because i was super tired from doing all the shit i was doing for christmas for the store shopping it was just mentally draining so when my alarm went off at six yesterday morning I don't know. For some reason, I got up, I shut it off, and then I crawled back into bed. And that's that's that happens. I'm not mad at myself. I'm actually happy. My body was like, no, I can't do this this morning. And it put me back to bed. I got up at 8. I got to get all the grocery shopping done. Still, everything went down the exact same way it always does on a Sunday. And I feel charged. Today, I feel so much better. I feel mentally uh, relaxed. I feel 
uh, physically good. I because uh, I went running. You know, I did my run this morning. I pushed myself harder on my run this morning than I did two days ago. And that's the kind of makeup for missing that day. You know, I was like, what can I do to make this a little bit more intense? So I made it a little bit more intense. But I'm back at it. And I'll keep getting back at it. And I will keep having days that, you know, I can't get it in or I oversleep. We're human. And that's going to happen. There's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. You're going to miss an alarm. You're going to sleep through one. You're going to just not be uh, physically there uh, one day. You know, uh, I'm not saying that this has happened yet, but, you know, shoveling. If you, if you hurt yourself shoveling, then you might not be able to do your exercise the next day. So you need to do whatever you can to get healthier to get back to that exercise. Don't just be like, oh, well, now I haven't done it. You know, because I hurt my back, I haven't done this. So now that I haven't done it for this long, I'm not going to do it again. No, 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 no. You should always be trying to heal yourself so that you can get back into whatever you're, you're, you're wanting to do. Don't, don't let a slip up make you fall backwards. If a slip up happens, you got to push forward twice as hard. But that's that's my that's my small bit of advice for your new year's resolution if you are doing one or if you're just starting something new, then I know I repeat myself over and over again, but this I really really think uh, helps people when you know maintaining it is going to be um, a little difficult. Some days you're feeling it, some days you're not, but the best thing is, is starting something. So if you haven't even started something, let's get that going first and then figure out how to maintain it and keep it in your life, uh, for forever. I mean, I don't want to stop running. I don't, I, I, I'm, I want to, once I start lifting kettlebells, I don't want to stop lifting them. I want to keep doing it. I want to build. I want to be better and healthier. That way, when this is actually over, I'm fit. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do things. I'm ready to get back on those mats. I am definitely getting into a couple competitions. I am done with saying that I can't do a competition because I'm not good enough. I can't do a competition because I'm going to make my school look bad. None of that anymore. You know what all of that is? An excuse not to get it started. So as soon as this shit's lifted and traveling's easier and all this other bullshit's over, I'm getting into competition. I don't care if I win or lose or what, but I'm going to take myself out of that fucking comfort zone again because I keep doing it over and over and over again, and I'm going to get into competition. That means I need to learn stand game. I don't know shit about standing. I will tell you this much. You do jujitsu, you know. We do a lot of work on the ground because that's where it is. That's where the game is. When you stand up, it is like a foreign thing. It is crazy. And some guys are really good from their feet. And then there's people like me who can't wait to pull you down to the ground so that I can start working. So, again, it's just another thing that I'm super uncomfortable with that I'm going to get started in 2000. Well, no. It's another thing that makes me feel uncomfortable. It's going to get me out of my comfort zone. And as soon as this virus is 
done with, dealt with. We can deal with it. As soon as we can deal with this virus, then then I'm going to get into competitions. Because right now, I don't want to travel. I don't want to get on airplanes. I don't want to pay money uh, to go to a competition and um, during these times. I don't want to do that. Just the same reason I don't feel like going to restaurants. The same reason I don't feel like going almost anywhere that's like a gathering. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do it. It makes me feel uncomfortable right now. And that's fine. I'm a little saddened by that um, just because I feel like a puss almost. But it, it is what it is, right? It's COVID-19, bitches. This shit's got us by the balls. Um, but, yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I told you what I'm going to do for 2021. And that's and that as soon as this virus is done, that's the other thing I'm going to do to take myself out of my comfort zone and to push myself harder because I know when I get on those mats and those competitions it's not class anymore it's not oops sorry didn't mean to bump you in the head Oops, sorry I didn't mean to tug on your arm it's none of that these guys are going to try and kill me well not really but yes in reality I mean when you choke someone and the other person taps they're literally saying you almost killed me so these guys are going to be trying to kill me and it's going to be a completely different game. And then I'm really going to see what I'm made out of. Um, so it's just things to look forward to. I keep making goals. I keep pushing myself harder. And I suggest you do the same for yourself. I think it's going to make us all better and stronger people for the future. Um, so with that, on that note, um, I just want to say... Happy New Year to everybody. Um, I hope you have a great one. Um, keep it quiet. Uh, you know, uh, try to try to travel safely if you have to travel. Um, but yeah, so um, if you're having trouble, uh, hold on. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So so yeah, if you have to travel, please travel safely. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Um, I'm not sure if 2021 is going to be that much better than 2020, but I think it's going to be a little bit, but we, I, I want everybody out there to take care of yourselves mentally and physically. If you are having, um, trouble, uh, talk to somebody, please. There's been way too many suicides today. Um, way too many for this year. And uh, it's all because we are isolating and not talking to one another. So if you need to talk to somebody, uh, please pick up that phone and make that phone call. I do not see that as being a weakness. That is a strength. Um, so take care of yourself. Um, I will definitely be seeing you in 2021. Talking with Topher will be coming in strong New gear, new setup. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited. I hope you're excited as well. And um, that's it. That is the podcast. Um, so if you, have, uh, if you are new to this or you just finished watching your very first episode, remember to subscribe. Hit those like buttons. Um, if you enjoy the video, share this thing. Spread it around like mom and dad used to make us uh, spread chicken pox when we were younger um 
So remember, you can also follow me on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Um, so go to the social media, follow me there. Um, and uh, don't forget about the email. That's right. If you would like to get more involved with me, let's do this. I am ready for you to send me your emails. If you or someone you know has a story that needs to be heard, send it to the email. Uh, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. Again, that is talking with Topher at gmail.com. And uh, I'm looking for good, bad, uh, positive, negative, starting something new. Maybe you're continuing something old. That is, I think, one of the more difficult things to do after starting something new. So I'd love to hear from anybody who's been doing something and is continuously still doing it. Um, you know, maybe you've been doing it for six to six months to a year. That's what I'm talking about. I want to, I want to hear the grind. What is it like when you wake up in the morning? Do you still look at your shoes and just go, Oh man, I don't know why the fuck I'm doing this. Cause I do. So I could use your story to help motivate me. That's what this is all about. Let's do this. So send that to T A L K I N with Topher at gmail.com. Um, happy new year to everyone. Be safe and, uh, I'll talk to you later.